Hi everyone, this is Tim Martinez, MPEC Healthcare's uh, co-founder and CEO. I'm happy to share with you all that I'll be conducting a weekly interview style employee spotlight uh, so that we can all get to know each other a little bit better and hear directly from the amazing people that make up this organization. I'm excited to, to, to do these interviews and I hope uh, you enjoy them. This week's spotlight is on Thomas Cicero, Chicagoland, LCSW, and proud new father. Let's get to know Thomas. Hey, man. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's good. It's a good day. Well, how about you? All, good. First of all, congratulations on the new baby girl. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Probably not sleeping through the night yet, but... <laughs> uh, she gave us seven hours the other night. That's pretty good. Yeah. So we are not complaining. All right. I have some really hard charging questions I'm going to ask you. So. Okay. <laughs> Fire uh, away. All right. Perfect. Before that, obviously, I wanted to thank you personally for um, all the incredible work at MPAC so far, but especially this crazy, crazy, um, <laughs> I, I keep wanting to say a year. Now it's 18 months. I, can I know. Extend um, this, know. this world, the global pandemic that, that we're dealing with that has, you know, disproportionately affected our, our industry and, and, and obviously our frontline providers. So, so thanks for hanging in there and rowing the boat and, and providing the care that our, you know, patients need. So absolutely. Really yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, with that, uh, let's jump into my hard charging questions. Okay. All right. So I know that your connection to MPAC was through Abby, I believe. That's correct. Right? Yeah. All right. So you and Abby worked together. We did. All right. You were an admin in training. I was, it's so Abby was social service and then I was social service. She okay. was the director and then I was the director. She was assistant administrator and then I was assistant administrator. So uh, I'm literally following her exact career path. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, that's not a bad path to follow. It's not. I tell her every time she gets a promotion, I'm like, okay, well, I know where I'm going next. Then you're like, here I come. <laughs> I, I just want wherever she goes, I'm gonna just fly in her wings. I think <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, she's a good person to follow. She is. Yeah, she's great. All right. So, um, so yeah, talk me through that process. You know, when you first learned about the role, and obviously you connected with Abby about it, probably picked her brain. So yeah. Know. Talk me through that. Yeah, I would say the biggest factor was wanting to work for the patients. Um, I felt like in my previous role, there was a degree of that, but I was more so working for the building, which is important as well. Yeah. Um, but I always knew I wanted to work directly for the patients. Okay. Um, and that was really the biggest deciding factor, just like serving them as, as best as I can. Okay. So you, did you learn about the role first or you were talking to Abby and she's like, Hey, check this out. I think, I don't think Abby and I had talked for a while then. Um, but okay. I knew she worked at a company called MPAC and just like did therapy with elderly population. Okay. And I just messaged her and she was like, yeah, apply. And I applied and here I am. All right. So what about aside from obviously wanting to make that transition and work directly, you know, with mm. the patients and for the patients, what was it about your experience in going through the process that, aside from following in Abby's footsteps, um, <laughs> made, made you come made you come to MPAC? Yeah, I would say the I really liked my conversation with Courtney, my initial conversation with Courtney. 
uh, just about like the values of the company and just really serving directly patients, especially elderly patients. Um, I feel like it is a often, like when I talk to new social workers or social workers like to be, I rarely meet people that are like, I want to work with the elderly population. Yeah. So it's a very neglected population. And yeah, it's just really important to me to like serve that population because I have a heart for it. And I think not, not like no shade to them, but a lot of people just don't. Yeah. There, so. there's, a, there's a tremendous need. There was actually a study that just came out recently where they looked at kind of, you know, the social work paths. And mm. I think that serving the geriatric patient was like the lowest one on the list. And there's yeah. such a massive need for help. And so few people yes. you know, focused on it. So um, you didn't need to be convinced of that, which is good. Yeah. I, think, I think what we find ourselves in the role of doing oftentimes is is, is trying to not convince necessarily, but bring attention to mm-hmm. the fact that this space, you know, there's, there's tons of need mm-hmm. both from the medical side and the mental health side mm-hmm. and getting people to at least be open to, you know, exploring that and, and, and hopefully coming on and, and being incredibly rewarded for, mm-hmm. you know, the work that they do here. So yeah, you obviously had that going in, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, a lot of the mentality from people I've talked to is just like, they're so old. What can they really like, what can I really do for them? They're not going to make life changes, but I think just being a presence for so many of these people who have really no one, even if we're not doing groundbreaking work, it's like, it's so important. Absolutely. So, all right, that's a good, good segue into um, if you're willing to share, you know, maybe an experience that you've had with a particular patient that's been meaningful, um, where you've had, you know, a meaningful impact, um, on their life with them, their families, both all, or they've had an impact on you. Yeah. I would say there's quite a few patients. I had a really, unfortunately she passed away, but a really sweet patient who we didn't, we weren't like doing intense psychotherapy, but just, I would check in on her, see how she was doing. We'd play cards. And she would always say like, thank you for coming. And at the time it didn't, as in the process of it, I was like, am I even doing anything for her? Yeah. But every time she'd be like, this is a bright spot for me in my week. Um, Yeah. Which is just like, so, so cool to be able to provide that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the statistics, right. And generally patients in this space or residents are going to trigger for anxiety, depression, and you can see why, right? You've, Oh my gosh, you're you're leaving the home. You've maybe lived in for 50 years. Your spouse has probably passed on family members have passed on. You're kind of isolated. And so sometimes it is heavy psychotherapy required. And sometimes it is just being there for them and spending time with them and, and and doing some, you know, kind of lighter therapy. So, Mm -hmm. um, just the amount of demand for, for a need that there is, is yeah. incredible. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, which is why, you know, for us, our focus is to continue to find right folks like you that sort of get that value and want to provide that care and find as many as possible because we, we know the need is out there. Yeah, it is. It really is. All right. So, so part of our job is to convince you to come on board, mm-hmm. um, join the team. And then obviously, um, we want to make sure that everybody's happy, that they're fulfilled with the work that they do. 
and that we create an environment and a place where they, they want to stay. So, um, you know, with that, what, what keeps you at MPAC? Mm. I would say the, um, my team in my area. So that includes obviously Abby, uh, Susan pastor has been really great. Courtney has been really great. I worked with Rose obviously when she was still working yeah. at the company. So that has been really huge. Um, and just the like responsiveness of those people and even the billing department as trivial as it might sound is, it makes such a huge difference. Like if I need to see someone, I, can, I know Jennifer is going to answer my email in like 30 <laughs> minutes. So it's like, so that's so huge. And, and HR, any question I have, she's always so quick to answer. And that just makes such a big difference. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll hear from Colleen Monks um, in a few weeks. I, I connected with her last week and, you know, something that she brought up similar to what you've brought up is really that kind of back off of support that yeah. um, I think a lot of people almost take for granted or assume is just going to be a pain. Mm. And, um, and to hear, get feedback that that process is not a pain. No, not is at all. awesome to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though we're not like directly face to face with each other, everyone I've, I've reached out to has been so quick to respond. Awesome. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, obviously yeah a big focus of ours and what we try to focus on is provider satisfaction, right? We want to eliminate as many hurdles for, for the providers as possible so that you're out there doing what you are supposed to be doing, which is providing care and not, yeah. you know, not paperwork and not a bunch of administrative things and get bogged down in other stuff. Um, notes still need to be written, unfortunately, until we can figure out <laughs> a way to bypass that. But yeah. I know that's something that, that is, is a pain for everybody, but yeah. it's kind of a, the necessary evil until we yeah. can figure something else out. Yeah. That's funny. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, well, those are my, my hard charging questions for you today. I really appreciate you yeah. both taking the time and, and being a part of the team and, and doing what you do. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and hopefully sometime soon we'll be able to start, you know, getting together face to face again and yeah. see each other again. In the meantime, um, this will give everybody else that we work with an opportunity to learn a little bit more about you and sure whether you'll meet them or not. Some, you know, some folks are in hope. California. You'll never yeah. meet them. Yeah. Local, local ones, hopefully soon again. I hope so. I sure hope so. Awesome. Well, enjoy, enjoy the, the, the perfect baby you got. Yes, I that certainly will. Seven hours a night. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I appreciate that. All right, cool. Hope to see you again soon. All right, man. Take care. All right. Thank you.